Hey, it's Sean Fennessy, one of the hosts of the Prestige TV podcast. HBO's Barry is back for a fourth and final season. And that means I'll be back recapping the show with co-creator and star Bill Hader to dive deep on the themes, scenes, and major moments in the series. Bill will provide insight into how every episode was made and why it's ending. New Prestige TV Barry recaps will go live every Sunday night when the episode ends. So make sure you're subscribed to the Prestige TV podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by the new season of Love Island USA only on Peacock. We got a text on June 11th. The one and the only Ariana Maddox is hosting a new season of Love Island USA on Peacock with a new villa, new bombshells and drama on the daily. This is summer appointment viewing at its finest. Oh, and of course, Scottish sweetie Ian Sterling is on the mic to narrate every moment of the fun. Love Island USA starts Tuesday, June 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern with new episodes six days a week exclusively on Peacock. Visit PeacockTV.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with Taylor and Joe and additional chaotic relationship news, as well as Tommy Fury versus Liam Payne. Wow. Question mark, question mark. Great. Let's get into it. <laughs> Tea Time is checking in with at the top everything Taylor and Joe. They need no last names. This has been everywhere. You can't hide from it no matter how hard you try. We're going to be covering kind of like what's happened since this initial news has broken, which obviously happened, I believe, over last weekend. Um, And then also looking ahead to the future. But in order to do this well, we need to bring in our producer, Kaya McMullen, because not only does she do Tea Time and many other shows at The Ringer, she is the producer and mastermind between behind every single album dedicated to Taylor Swift herself. So welcome, Kaya. Thank you so much for having me. I honestly, this outline is pretty thorough. I don't know how much I can <laughs> add, but... We need some add where resident, you can. some Swifty energy, you know? Okay, yes. great. I mean, I've yeah. been tracking this closely since it happened and watching Absolutely. many TikToks about it. So I'm ready. Okay, perfect. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about our initial reaction Let's do to it. this news? So this broke on Saturday, Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. We thought it was endgame. It's not. They had officially broken up. It was being widely reported, widely confirmed. We dropped it in the group chat. It was on Instagram. What were your initial thoughts? What was your immediate reaction? Anyone, everyone? I thought it was fake. I thought there was yeah. no way it was true. 
Because they are. They were so rock solid. There's all those rumors over the summer of them being married already. Mm-hmm. It felt very improbable. And also, who who was the first one who broke it? I don't even remember. But then as the news outlets continued to pile on, right. then I started getting worried. I think it came from Entertainment Tonight, which was weird, too, because that's not like typically a breaking news source right. for a celebrity. So. I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But then people confirmed it. I, I think, think like, people was when like when an hour or two later. Really, and then Popgrave yeah. confirmed it. And it's like, what's well, Popgrave says? Once so, Popgrave's yeah. got it, it's over. Yeah. What about you, over. Kate? So I've gone on a journey with this. My initial reaction was like, wow, no way. This can't be true. Like you said, we have been talking for ages about how like, this is it. It's Endgame. They were just in Lenny Kravitz's trailer. Uh, in the Bahamas or wherever, like living it up. Uh, She's on this tour. I was like, this this just can't be true. Like, it seems wild. Then I was like, yes, good. Fuck this guy. He sucks, right? Mm. Like, we've never really been team Joe. He's just that kind of a wet blanket. He's kind of I've tried. Yeah, I've tried for many years to like him. We'll talk more about him later. So then I was like, great, get rid of him. I'm tired of pretending like I care about Joe Alwyn. Then... A lot of my group chats really got going. I have a lot of friends who are Swifties and they were very legitimately sad. And then I was like, this is embarrassing for you. But then I thought more about it and I saw a lot of them talking about it. And like, this is a long-term relationship. Like, I'm not sad that he is gone, but I'm sad for Taylor Swift, actually. Like, yeah. this is, I think she, you know, she clearly also thought it was Endgame and she has so many songs about being in love with him and knowing that he's the one. And yeah. like, I, yeah. you know, it, it is sad. It's It's sad to see. From, from a perspective of someone who has watched this relationship. You know what I, because I'm not a, a, an extreme Swifty, but in the last week, I've learned a lot about le- her lyrics of her like recent albums about him. Yeah. And that's when I started getting really sad. Yeah. Those are really lovely sentiments. And I was like, oh my God, how do you recover? Yeah. I like just the other week started getting really into Cornelia Street. Bad timing. Or good timing. Really, yeah, (laughs) it's hard to say. I saved both the like studio version and then also the live from Paris version and my Spotify likes. Had those on repeat in the past couple of weeks. And so I'm like, oh, that hurts my heart a little bit listening to the song. She'll never walk Cornelia Street again. You know what song I discovered this week that I'd never heard of is Invisible String. Oh, Oh, yeah. My God. Great song. I know. And so like listening to those songs together and then you're like, wait, this was real. I know. This was real. Amelia, a little sad. Amelia, so a little late. Yeah, bring the <laughs> hater energy. Takes. We're too earnest. <laughs> I honestly, I'm like, oh, first thing I thought, finally, good music <laughs> yes, again. Here it My is God. good. The I'm sorry, but evermore yeah. anti has and logged on. These past six years or whatever. I, listen, I, I'm sad too. Like this is sad. I'm sorry. Like what? But also, like she has a lot of money. She's famous. She's she'll be fine. She'll be okay. Yeah. She'll capitalize yeah. off this. Good for her. Yeah. And. I'm sorry, but this was six years of flop music. I, that's how my. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. I hated all the yeah. enchanted <laughs> walks in the woods. I don't fucking want. Give me red. Give me speak now. Give me like fearless. Uh, sorry, those were the best albums. Those were peak Taylor Swift. That's the kind of music I want. It's corny. It's bad. It's good, but uh, and it's catchy. Like, yeah. I, I don't want Jack. Go away, Jack Antonoff. You're happy. Like, go, go, leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, bring back. I respect this take. You I know, do. I just yeah. and I, I agree yeah. from a relationship perspective. I do think it's tough to go from the relationship girl, right? Like, she was like, yeah. like, yeah. pre Pete Davidson, it was like Taylor Swift dates everyone, serial dater Taylor Swift. Like, that was like her brand. Then yeah. she became 
happy in a relationship girl. She's done. She's found the one. Yeah. Three albums about how in love she is. And she's done looking. And now she has to kind of go back to being relationship girl. I'm like, Mm. that is tough. I think too, that her breakup songs about him are going to be painfully sad. And like, cause in the past, I feel like her breakup songs have been a little bit angry and that's what makes them good. And these ones are just going to be like, it doesn't sound, and we can get into this, I guess, but it doesn't sound like there was a lot of like anger there. Right. And it also reminds me of like, I mean, I, all the love songs about him were like less specific and more just like, I'm so glad I found the one. So like, that's fine. But you know, like Ariana Grande's album about her like realtor husband, where I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I can't take you seriously singing about sex about this realtor. Like, that's how I'm going to feel singing about, like, breakups about Joe Alwyn. Like, how heartbroken can you be over this man? You know? That's a great So, like, point. that to, like, I don't know how specific she's going to get. And, like, I mean, again, we've had, to, we've had to listen to her talk about how much she loves him. So, I yeah. guess it's a similar yeah. thing. But, like, s- some of these breakup songs are great because they're, like, you're, like you said, they're angry. And, like, these guys, it's like, fucking Jake Gyllenhaal, hate that guy, but also he's yeah. hot. And it's like, Joe, I just don't know if I can muster that same energy for Joe Alwyn, you know? Yeah. 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 What do you guys think about the timing of this all? So this broke on Saturday, Saturday. right? Mm -hmm. It was Easter weekend, Passover. Obviously, nothing she does is an accident. Um, What did you guys think about this? So I thought friend of the pod, Kirby Johnson, host of Los Angeles, had a great point. She uh, tweeted about this, put it on Instagram. And she was examining this choice to release this news on a Saturday because, like we said, it clearly was a choice. Taylor Swift, very not calculated in a bad way, calculated in a smart and a purposeful, purposeful yeah. way. She uh, Kirby said, I find this Taylor Joe breakup news strategy fascinating. Typically, you announce a celebrity breakup late on Friday, like 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific. We know that. We get mad about it every week because yes. we've already recorded. <laughs> um, she said, when most people are you know busy thinking of Friday night plans, it's like a popular strategy. By Monday, it's irrelevant mm-hmm. news. However, a Saturday announcement allows the news to take center stage on social and doesn't get buried. Also, a story going live Love the that. Saturday before a religious oh. holiday. Everyone's talking about this at their Easter gatherings. It's wild. Which, like, is fascinating oh. to think about. Yeah. Like, why did they prime yeah. this for, like, why do you want people talking about this so much? You know? It- I don't Wasn't know. there some timing about her concerts? And this is really going to show like how, I, like, I think I looked Swifty listening will just stop yeah. me. But like, I did look didn't it she up. have some break? Okay. Is that she right? had a break, but okay. it wasn't early in the break. Like she has a show today oh. that we're recording on Thursday. She has a show tonight. So, oh. but she's had a break since like April, like April 2nd or 3rd, I think. So like, yeah, mm. it was kind of in the middle of the break or like towards the end where like she could have had a couple weeks off if like they really wanted to maximize recovery time. Whereas now she like, I mean, she got most of a week, but Mm. she is like back on stage tonight and people are very much still Mm -hmm. talking about it. So it's just, it's, it's interesting to think about. And I don't know why they did it this way, but it seems like, like she's not hiding. She is out taking her paparazzi. Yeah. She's actually, I almost feel like been more public in the past couple, like when's the last time we had a Taylor Swift paparazzi photo. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's been ages. Also, the thing that this podcast has taught me over the years is that everything happens like months before the public finds out about it, even like this shocking surprise news. So I think there's also been a layer of that where like they might have been broken up for like three months. Although I don't know the last time they were like photographed together. So again, I might. It might have been Lenny Kravitz's trailer. Who knows? (laughs) I've even seen people speculating that her most recent album was actually a breakup album and like reading into some of the lyrics that like, Either it's like a breakup album or it's like a mid breakup album where you're starting to realize like something is not going to work. I don't know if I like fully buy that. 
but because I mean, he is still credited on writing songs. Yeah. On a, a and they were at dinner together. Remember, there was the thing where she she had her back to the restaurant, and people were like, "Oh, Joe should have given her the booth." And it was like, "No, she's a celebrity." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. seated right. in the chair because people don't want to see her face and read her lips and stuff. So, like, they've been yeah. together since this. Hmm. They're seen together mm-hmm. at least. But like, I do agree that like, I mean, it's not like it happened over the weekend and they were like, we must tell people about it now, you know? (laughs) So like, it's definitely purposeful to some degree. I don't understand the choices, but like she has, it does seem much more public than I would have guessed the end of a six-year relationship necessarily would be. I mean, she's in the middle of a tour. Like, if if nothing else, like if they wanted to hide it, they probably could have gotten away with like the summer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's on tour until August. Yeah, you're right. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. And her fans are psychotic. And I mean that in a really yeah. nice way. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're just like, they're, they're dedicated. Psychos. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. they're going to dig into, they're going to make this front page. I mean, like they're debating the Ticketmaster thing in Congress or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, she's a huge star. So yes. yeah. Speaking of the fans, can we talk about her Let's outfit do it. on this uh, pap walk? So mm-hmm. she went out for dinner on Monday evening. Again, Saturday news drop, Monday evening dinner. Like you said, we have not had a Taylor Swift paparazzi picture in ages. She doesn't want to be seen. She isn't seen. So she yeah. wanted to be seen. And she was in, I think, the West Village with Jack Antonoff, Margaret Qualley, grabbing dinner at Via Carada. And there's much to unpack here. First of all, the outfit. She's wearing like an off-the-shoulder black, like going out top. Uh, <laughs> the most, she has heels on. And then the thing that everyone is talking about, two things. One, the necklace. And two, she has uh-huh. jeans with like oh, a right. butterfly cutout, like a bedazzled, mm-hmm. very like yeah. 2000s butterfly cutout. Really cute, by the way. That are worth really almost that. $700. Correct. Love that. Love that. Um, that going so, out top you reference, Kate, by the way, is $1,200. Anyway. Oh, we can see, that, that surprised me that yeah. that's more than the jeans. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just a black anyway, shirt. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so fans, first of all, are very into the butterfly imagery, which again, she obviously plans this shit. She loves to do this yeah. shit. So like, actually, it's, <laughs> sometimes the fans are over the top and like, I'm like, you're doing too much. This At this point, I'm like, you actually should be analyzing these choices because she does love to <laughs> That's do a great point. Like, it, the relationship is very symbiotic. Exactly. She, yeah, she yeah, loves yeah, because they know that she plants <laughs> yeah. things. So exactly. they are like, is the butterfly thing a clue? <laughs> is she going to do like Taylor's version of like oh. the Taylor Swift album with the butterfly imagery mm. what does this mean and then the other thing they've been debating is this necklace and she thought yes. that it was a j necklace or yeah. they think that it's a j necklace um that obviously is for joe however mm. there's been a lot of like zooming in <laughs> and comparing and they think it's actually not the j necklace it's uh like thicker the chain is thicker than the necklace oh for my joe. god so the, but then i'm like why would you wear a necklace that looks that similar mm. to <laughs> Like, does she know? Does she mean for them to do this? I think that she does. Yeah. So, I mean, it is just like a silver pendant. It like, is. Which is like, I feel right. like a pretty common necklace it's style. But, but again, but... I'm like, fucking Taylor Swift, she does this shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you look back also, and you're like, she planted clues. Yeah. This restaurant is apparently like a four minute walk from Cornelia Street, Indeed. which let's talk about this <laughs> week. <laughs> Her fans have been flocking to Cornelia Street and like leaving flowers and like, like, you know, taking TikToks of them, like bowing down and like paying their respects. Can we do background on Cornelia Street? So she's saying about it. It's like Cornelia Street is the song where 
she you know talks about falling in love with Joe. She used to live there in this like West Village wow. carriage house in like 2016 while her condo was undergoing renovations. So like the song Cornelia Street, she's like, if we break if we break up, basically is the thesis. I'll never oh. walk Cornelia Street again because like that's yeah. where it all began. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, yeah. please continue. Sorry. Anyway, that's basically it. The fans are going to this like front of this brownstone or whatever she lived in and like paying their respects. Like, and Duolingo was there. They brought like the bird out and like just TikToks. So, like everyone's so doing a funny. lot. <laughs> everyone's doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I knew you'd like that photo of Duolingo there. <laughs> Uh, really so stupid little Vulture. potato-bodied bird. <laughs> Sorry, okay. <laughs> You're good. Um, Rachel Handler for Vulture, who we have talked about before on this podcast, she does a lot of like investigating things. Uh, she investigated Dakota Johnson and the rope and tying people oh. into the coffee shop, oh. if you remember that. <laughs> yeah. She does a lot of like, let's go really deep on this random pop culture thing, which we love. She went to Cornelia Street, talked to residents of Cornelia Street, talked to fans. The bird was not there at the time that she was there. But basically, like a lot of the people who lived there were like, okay, can they can they not do this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can we yeah. get rid of the crying kids? And then she also talked to these fans and was like, will you walk Cornelia Street again? Like, because again, oh the lyrics my. are, I hope it never mm-hmm. lose you. Hope it never ends. I'd never walk Cornelia Street again. So Rachel ends her whole thing talking to these two fans. And uh, she, this fan goes, well, I go to a lot of things in this area. So it would be hard to avoid it. This other fan's like, I thought about not doing it in protest, but like, it's on the way to a lot of things that I do. So I kind of <laughs> wow. have to walk Cornelia Street. Wow, again. they're not true Swifties. Sorry, like, but sorry, if you, you are true her, Stan, you wouldn't you would never, ever you would take the long street way. again. Yeah, you wouldn't right, go exactly. around. Uh, but I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, okay, well, at least there's a, a certain level of like logical reasoning. Yeah, uh, that the practical Swiftie. Indeed. Yeah. There you go. Um, what else has happened? So Taylor, like we said, is on tour at the moment. She, uh, as you're listening to this on Friday, she will have had her first stop since the breakup uh, last night. Some people think she's been changing the set list around to a, l- yeah. a little bit. She's been adding in yeah. songs here and there, changing things up, because why not? She It's like a three and a half hour show. Why not mm-hmm. make it more complicated for yourself, apparently? Uh, have to hand it to her. But she added The One, which is a little more of a breakup song, to the set list, kind of mid-run. Um, and she and swapped, swapped it. it in for yeah. Invisible String, which is... Yeah. Very mm. much a love song uh, mm. about Joe Alwyn. <laughs> so people think, you know, are like, was that a clue? Is that because she doesn't want to sing about Joe? I'm like, you have so many songs about Joe anyway. Like, it's kind of <laughs> hard to avoid. So I'm curious to see maybe if she does other things tonight. It's so interesting that, like, she just has purposefully released this news in the middle. Again, obviously, there was it was hard to avoid. Her tour goes for a long time. But, like, she's just going to be analyzed every single night. Yeah. Every single thing yeah. she does and says... And every look is going to be on TikTok and on YouTube and on Twitter and mm-hmm. just yeah. all over uh, for the next several months. So it's just a fascinating time to do this. Yeah, She's very oh, much yeah. on display. She is. Let's look ahead she a little is. bit before we wrap this conversation. So these questions, this is good. All right. I don't know who the mastermind of this were. Kate? I think um, it was a Amelia Kate co-production. Great. Okay, you guys, in your opinion, who should she rebound with? Well, it was... Sorry. This is juicy. I know. I love this. It is really juicy. Someone spotted, this is at the Swift Society, which I'm guessing is a Taylor Swift stan account. On Twitter, they posted photos of Dylan O'Brien apparently leaving Taylor Swift's New York City house. And 
I love this. I would love for Taylor <laughs> Swift to be already dating Dylan O'Brien. I, I think <laughs> just an inspired choice. Yeah, I totally agree. He, I was looking at that today and everyone keeps adding like allegedly, like allegedly okay. seen leaving the apartment <laughs> building. I'm like, okay, we get it. However, several things here. First of all, he's wearing a tie-dyed hoodie with 22 embroidered on the back. Oh, I'm like, is that, first of all, is that Taylor Swift merch? I don't think so, but like. <laughs> Maybe like off-brand merch. Off-brand. I'm like, she made this, himself. But she like, yeah. put this on before you leave so people know that you were here. Like what? <laughs> wow. Uh, oh. I don't know. And then two, obviously, Dylan O'Brien uh, starred in her short film, All Too Well, yeah. as like right. the Jake Gyllenhaal stand-in. I'm like, mm. then, you know, I mean, that is kind of like a, he comes in. They fall in love. Suddenly, she doesn't care about this six-year relationship. She's found a new man. People are like, what happened? What changed with Taylor and Joe? She thought it was endgame. What if she just met Dylan O'Brien? And like, that was it, you know? And the fact yeah. that he was like the stand-in for like a former relationship that like she's grown and yeah. changed and like now she's onto him. I love that. I hope that it's true. Me really too. Do. And listen, I feel like Dylan O'Brien could make you fall out of love with your, oh. you know, supposed <laughs> he partner. Is, he's like for, the anti, we're team Dylan O'Brien. That's the podcast. We've talked I about know, him before. But he, he has like, he, this like charm to him. That's very palpable. He's the anti Joe Alwyn where like on paper, you're like, that's a guy. But then like on screen <laughs> and like his personality and his online personality, it's like, he's got that, he's got that little something, something, you know, he really Whereas does. Joe Alwyn, you're like, you should be an actor and you should be a model. But then as soon as you see him do anything, you're like, actually, you suck and you're so boring. <laughs> actually, so go I like this pivot to someone who like is actually interesting and fun. Um, totally. We, we're, I, kind we're of, just, I don't, go I don't think they're dating, but oh, no. Kaya. The voice of reason. I, I feel like it's too, it's too soon. It's too public. I think the next person she dates, I don't think we'll know about it for like another six years. <laughs> um, or that's an exaggeration, but you know, cause I, I just, yeah. I feel like because, especially because they work together in the past, I'm like, mm. they're probably just working on something else. That's fair. In the morning. Also, it wouldn't look amazing for her. Is that an image she wants where like, you know, she ditched her. Yeah. He also for young. Like, I don't know. I just checked his age and he's 31, but I thought he was younger than that. I feel like he just feels younger than <laughs> he, that. He does give off like young, young energy. We also yeah. talked about height wise. He's, we think he's, he's definitely shorter than her, which is fine. But yeah, I love that. I think that's preferred. great. Yeah. 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 Short King energy, short King summer. Short King and a tall girl. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Yeah. I am into that though. And I actually do hope it's real. So me too. I think they'd be a great couple. Are you kidding me? This would be her best boyfriend yet. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I do have to say, I was thinking she's really into British guys still. I feel Mm. like, so I was like, who's just like a nice guy Mm. that I would be okay with her ending up with. Uh, And I feel like maybe she and Andrew Garfield should have a thing. He would be like Tom Hiddleston, but nicer Mm. and And cuter and like more charming. You know, I'm like, what's he up to? I think he has a girlfriend probably, but I don't know. That'd be fun. I'd be yeah. into that. I like right. it. Yeah. Who do you guys think he should rebound with? Joe Alwyn specifically. Yes. Yes. Mm. Okay. This is, this is actually, I don't actually want this to happen. But once it entered my head, I had to write it down. Um, <laughs> Joe yes. Alwyn and Margaret Qualley were just in a movie together. Yep. And wow. I was like, they should, he should, Joe Alwyn should steal Margaret Qualley from Jack Antonoff. They recently got engaged. I don't actually want this to happen. I hope they're very happy together forever. However, in this scenario, Joe Alwyn steals Margaret Qualley from Jack Antonoff. Jack mm. Antonoff and Taylor Swift then collaborate on the greatest, most pissed off breakup album 
of all time, incredibly targeted, just specifically at Joao and Margaret Qualley. Imagine how hard that would hit. <laughs> they would be so mad. It would. They would be in their little room just cranking out songs. So yeah. mad about their exes sleeping <laughs> together. Really funny. I'm like, I think that would really that would it, hit the it spot. Would. It would. It's yeah. a chaotic I choice, like but I respect it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I Amelia. actually really like Amelia's choice. This yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this is inspired. I think maybe Brie Larson. She just broke up with her long-term boyfriend. And I The one think... who pulled his t-shirt down really, really far over his jeans. Remember yes, when we talked about that? Yes, that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <sighs> I think that, I don't know. They both are like there, you know? They're they both have in the industry. They're both similar there. try-hard energy. Brie Larson totally. and Taylor yeah. Swift cannot log off. Yeah, um, that's true. They kind of look like in some way, they, you know, like blonde. Kind of, yeah. I could see like all-American girl. And they both, again, affectionately to a degree, are like, look how many friends I have uh, all the time. Completely. And That's a great point. I think I think that that she is definitely Joe Alwyn's type. I yeah. think he's going to go for someone like really arty because I feel like he's mm. trying to cement. I think probably one of the reasons, and I'm totally speculating here, but I think one of the Do reasons it. they probably broke up is that he's trying to really be like, an indie, like respected mm-hmm. actor, like mm-hmm. I'm so okay. highbrow. So I feel like he's going to date someone who's like similarly arty to like cement that status. Mm-hmm. Maybe like yeah. a Mia Goth. Oh, um, actually, can she break up with Shia LaBeouf and get? I would. Oh. Is she with Shia LaBeouf? Yes, I yeah. yeah. it's so oh, disturbing, and I hate it. And I yeah. am honestly the with only her. person where Joe Alwyn is like a, a step up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the only person. Sorry, Joe, you're fine. Um, oh, that's I do like pick. the idea that she would like he'll date like a stage actor or like someone yeah, like a the theater West actor End. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh Lord. You guys, do you think Joe is going to continue to get good roles after this breakup? This is the most anyone's talked about him ever is like this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of hope that he flops because I'm like, he's just not a very good actor. But I actually do think this will boost his career. I think like, and not as much long-term as like marrying Taylor Swift would probably mm-hmm. boost his career because mm-hmm. I do think she was already like giving him a little bump here and there. Some strings oh. behind uh, the, yeah. a little bump. But I do think short-term like he is going to be like, Joe Alwyn steps out on the town. It's like, no one cared before, but now we do. But now so, we do. Yeah. I do think short term, that it, will, it will give him a bump. <laughs> yeah. I uh, do think though, if she couldn't make his career happen, n- nothing, nothing yeah. will. I'm sorry. Like he has had so many like kind of big roles in a way that mm-hmm. where it's still like his name recognition is like, I don't, who? Who? Who is this person? Yeah. I guess that's fair. You're right. Because I was thinking about Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler. They dated for so mm-hmm. long. She supported him through a lot of very small roles. <sighs> and she was much more famous than he was. They broke up and now he's mm-hmm. exploded. But I guess you're right. If he's already been in high profile things and like given a chance, yeah. then perhaps Joe Alwyn will not be Elvis in like another five years. But <laughs> or maybe you never he will. Know. Yeah, we don't never know. Never know. <laughs> um, okay, you guys, in your opinion, do you think she should make another album like ASAP and just crank that one out. And then the second question is, should Jack Antonoff produce or maybe she should get the guy who produced Adele's albums? That was Ooh. Amelia writing that, I believe. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um, I, I actually like, as as much as I was like, please make the breakup album of the century with Jack Antonoff. I uh-huh. am kind of like over that collaboration. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, move on. Mm-hmm. Like go, to, go back to Max Same. Martin, maybe. Yes. She yes. has so many bangers with him. 
Uh, she does. And I, I don't know if they're like on the outs or what, but I was looking back at like their song history and I was like, you got to go back to Max Martin. So mm. I, I think we can wait. It feels like she's given us a lot of new albums in a, and she, you know, she's yeah. doing a re-recording shit and like dropping new That's songs true. here and there. So like, I'm not in a hurry for the Joe Allen breakup album. Like I can wait a couple of years. I think I'd like some, again, I'd like some distance from it or else yeah. it will be like incredibly sad and like I not agree. fun. Yeah. She needs to that find a new guy well. and then be like, you sucked, but I'm on to the next one. And like, that needs to be the energy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, even like I'm thinking about reputation and honestly, I think one of the best songs on that album is getaway car. I, oh, yeah. I'm oh, sure I'm in the very minority, but I, um, and that was about, Tom Hiddleston and he yeah. was definitely like a rebound from Calvin Harris and I just yeah so give us that and and fire Jack Antonoff sorry um <laughs> and either yeah I agree with you I think definitely get Max Martin on at least half of these songs and then I think truly hire the guy who did Adele's breakup album because nice. I would I love to call. see her or I guess hear her sing like some really intense ballads like just mm. if you hate her ballads that's why you didn't like folklore and evermore <laughs> okay. so okay well that's give but, me like, but like, give me like a back to december you know oh yeah yes just like wailing. exactly Great yeah point. that's what i want exactly okay. exactly that's a good right. plan at the top of this pod kate was like i wonder if we'll go long in taylor swift or we'll go really short and we'll just breeze through it and we went long so we <laughs> will keep the second half this, of this this episode. will be short we'll nice we'll and zoom concise. right through this stuff okay uh, we're checking in with other chaotic relationship news because a lot has come out in addition to this Taylor Joe stuff. So go ahead, Kate. Yeah, something's in the air, you guys. I don't know what's yeah. going on, but there's a lot of just like weird relationship drama this week. Um, mm. I guess good news as a segue, Millie Bobby Brown uh, got engaged to her boyfriend of three years, Jake Bongiovi. If that last name sounds familiar, it's because he's the son of Bon Jovi. Um, they announced like on Instagram, actually they've been together for two and a half years, excuse me. Uh, but they announced on Instagram with a Taylor Swift lyric, uh, wow. as the yeah. caption, which I was like, interesting choice. She said, I've loved you three summers now, honey. I want them all. I was like, well, um, I mean, I'm glad <laughs> you want all of them, but apparently Taylor doesn't anymore. Taylor has liked the post. So I guess that's, you know, she's like, great. Congratulations. Oh. Oh, nice. Um, a lot of discourse about whether they are too young. They're like 19 and 20 right now. Uh, Millie turned 19 in February. Jake is 20. Um, so, you know, I mean, I guess when you know, you know. But also, yeah, they are young. And he seems so. like a really stabilizing force. Like Bon Jovi, I know it sounds crazy, but I, not that I like know Bon Jovi or totally researched about him, but I've read that he seems like he's been married to the same woman for a thousand yeah, years. Yeah, I like Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, do, he seems do. like a real, like kind of a dad I guy. totally agree. And, and they got married young. Bon Jovi. Oh, OG Bon Jovi. And, there you go. Uh, his wife. And so yeah. I Yeah. And I just think that her family life, and I I mean, I don't know obviously everything, but I have read uh, yeah. stuff about her parents and their, you know, I mean, like, stage parenty kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think this is, I think this is really healthy. And I think, yeah, go Why for not? it. Why when not? You're you know, love, you're in love. Yeah. You only, yeah, you only live time. once. Right. You know, so. Yeah. yeah, they're a cute couple. They look good together. They're adorable. They're yeah. Cute. What else is going on in relationship news, Amelia? <sighs> okay, this is where it takes I, a turn. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance. I, I thought our <laughs> national nightmare was over. I was sadly mistaken because there were pictures that appeared on page6.com of Machine Gun Kelly mm. and Megan Fox 
gallivanting, piggybacking in Hawaii. And it seems like they're back on. I mean, I just, it's very much so. disturbing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bye. There's, that's all I can say. It's just, she yeah. looks beautiful. Like she's dyed her mm. hair like this kind of coppery red color and he looks like a complete dumbass. And I, it's just, <laughs> uh, nothing yeah, has changed. We don't love it. it. We don't hate love it. it. Yeah. Um, you know what I also hate? Yeah. I hate the even the the shred of possibility that Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner could be dating. Now, the only I mean, people have picked this up since then, but the real source, quote unquote, behind this was Dumois, which we Dumois have is back, you guys opinions. About. I think Dumois yeah. is back. No, I think you're first. right. So she or they, this account has posted, um, you know, like new couple alert. There are people coming out from like multiple sources are reporting this relationship. They said they've been together since like Paris Fashion Week in January. It is mid-April. And if you recall, Dumois was the first person to report and was correct about Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. So they are semi-back. Whoever these like Kardashian sources are, like perhaps are true. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it. Do you guys have thoughts? Unfortunately, I like absolutely believe this. I think she is 100% his type. I need to see it in the <laughs> wild to like do. really process them together. Uh. Um, but just like based, he's just like is kind of embarrassing. And I do think his type is also kind of embarrassing. Uh, That's a great and, point. And I also, yeah. I do kind of think that she would be like into his whole vibe. I, Oh, I don't completely, like this couple, but I, I do believe that they would be into each other. Yeah. So oh. is this her version of Travis Barker? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I, oh, I, oh, I mean, I, I would hope for him better, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just rumors at this point. I need a paparazzi photo. There's literally not a single photo on the internet of since then. There's one photo of them at like a, a fashion show. Oh yeah. Um, earlier this year, of they're like in the same frame. They're not even. So I just need more. Yeah. Any more? I, I mean, you know, he yeah. does kind of. They have adjacent <laughs> friend groups to a degree. Yeah, do they? You know. You know, whenever he's at those parties, like Kid Cudi or whatever. Like I don't know. They, they <laughs> there's definitely overlap in their circles. And that's I, I do. Honestly, I would I would believe it in a second. Yeah. Yeah. OK, I don't. So we need more. So hear me now. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. This is not putting this into the world. <laughs> moment more. Uh, OK, let's keep going. What else? That's funny. Um, we have the scene here because I, don't, I just think it's funny. So Megan Thee Stallion, who we love, apparently is dating Super Bowl winner. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, sorry. Allegedly dating Super Bowl winner. I mean, there's like been like one photo of them together. Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, apparently they there was a picture of them meeting at the CMT Awards. His ex-girlfriend, who was a uh, allegedly a huge Megan Thee Stallion fan, unfollowed Megan on uh, Instagram. So people really jumped on that. And I'm just like. Like I said to you guys before, everything I've learned about Travis Kelsey has been against my will. Like, I'm sorry. They're really pushing this guy. And I'm of the videos that I have been forced to watch on like Instagram and by people showing. I'm just like, sorry. No, I mean, he's so he's just really corny. And I just I she just deserves a cooler guy. And I'm just like, I I don't want to see his face ever again. Yeah, I'm hoping this is just planted by like his PR team and definitely not real. But <laughs> Me too. Yeah, we'll keep Me an too. eye on it. 
Okay, last piece of relationship news. I just thought this was like kind of humorous. Lily Reinhardt was seen at LAX making out and like saying goodbye to what appears to be her new boyfriend, who is a TikTok star and actor. His name is Jack Martin. And this is not really notable news, but what is, is this guy, Jack Martin is, you know, he does like comedy videos on TikTok, I guess, a lot of spoofs. Um, and he last month did like a parody video of the Cole Sprouse Caller Daddy <laughs> smoking kind of like too cool for school interview. And it went really viral. And it was like his little thing for a while. And I just thought that was funny because that Cole Sprouse interview centered a lot about his relationship with Lily Reinhardt and he said a lot and he, it was just kind of like a real, speaking of corny, just like weird, cringy <laughs> interview. Mm-hmm. And I just love the idea of now she's just with this guy that openly has been making fun of him. And um, yeah. that's it. It's petty and I love it. It's yeah. incredible. <laughs> Good Agreed. for them. Good for them. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly when it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things you love are checked by experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah. A toast to breakfast. Okay, uh, quickly, next category is not worth the tea, social media, and then like some miscellaneous stuff. Kate? Yes. Guys, first weekend of Coachella is approaching. It is this weekend. Mm. Blackpink is one of the uh, headliners as well as Bad Bunny. And I want to just bring your mind back last year. I don't remember which breakup prompted me to talk about this, but I talked about how there's this theory online where Rosé from Blackpink hangs out with these women at these events, and then they immediately break up with their boyfriend. Examples include Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid. They broke up right after Gigi was hanging out with Rosé. Florence Pugh and Zach Braff broke up right after Florence Pugh was hanging out with Rosé. 
Bella Porch filed for divorce after they were seen together. And then wow. Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker broke up uh, also right after she was in an event with Rosé. So I talked about it on the podcast last year after one of those and was like, I just think this is funny. This is what people are saying online. So now after Taylor and Joe uh, called it quits, someone on Twitter at New Diary Entry tweeted a picture of Taylor and Rosé next to each other. <laughs> like maybe last month, month before, the hair is long. She definitely was at, it was one of the events she's been at recently with Rosé. And they said, well, <laughs> so her, her, uh, the rosé curse continues. Thank you so much for your service, queen. And I would like to say at Coachella, please spend some time with Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner because we need you to work your magic. Just break that up. It's weird. I don't like it. And please just like move that away. Maybe hang out with Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner if they're also there. Yeah. Just, just, you know, make She's the rounds. She's got work to do. She's got make to, the yeah. rounds. Clear this up. <laughs> Megan Fox, Michigan Kelly. I don't know if they're going to be at Coachella, but if they are, uh, Rosé is going to be booked and busy ending some relationships. <laughs> so that is so just keep funny. an eye on it's her really and funny. where she goes and who she takes pictures with. This, this is great. I okay. love that. Yeah. Next piece of this is really just miscellaneous news, but Kim Kardashian is appearing on the upcoming like 12th season of American horror story in a role that I guess was specifically written with her in mind. Okay. So she's playing something like for Kim Kardashian. Okay. So I guess they, her, Kim and Ryan Murphy began speaking about this role last summer. This is her upcoming scripted TV debut. Obviously what I am slightly annoyed by is that she appeared on SNL was not absolutely atrocious. And everyone's like, you can act and you can be an actress. <laughs> oh, when no. really her whole thing on SNL was like, you know, her, it played into her robotic kind of like, I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I was no, like no, you're blown right. away by this performance. She's so literally anyway, speaking lines. Like yes. that's what she's doing. She's not acting. Yes. She's speaking lines. Okay. So this season of American Horror Story, and I don't watch the show, but it's titled Delicate. I guess it's based kind of in part on um, a novel, Delicate Condition. So it's a thriller about a woman who becomes convinced that a sinister figure is going to great lengths to make sure her pregnancy never happens. It's like a feminist update to Rosemary's baby, I guess. Anyway, you know, is she going to appear on one episode as a cameo perhaps? And this is like making news for no reason. What do you guys think? The thing about this is like, I, I will never be able to look at Kim Kardashian playing someone and be like, that's not Kim Kardashian. Exactly. That's a great point. And like, I was thinking about, about J-Lo. Right. And I was thinking about Lady Gaga because Lady Gaga also started her acting journey on American Horror Story. And like, she mm-hmm. obviously has been very successful, but like Lady Gaga is good enough to a degree and, and is willing yes. to shed her image to a degree yes. where it's well, like, she's she like an can, artiste. Right? Yes. And like, she can transform and is willing to transform. And like, we never see Kim Kardashian not looking like Kim Kardashian. Correct. And so like, I don't like, she's going to show up, whatever she's doing, she's still going to look like Kim. She's She's not going to take off the makeup. She's going to not be wearing ugly clothes. Chris Appleton will be following her to set. It will be like the same look. (laughs) Right. So I'm like, you, you're not willing to be an actress. I think like she, I don't think she's willing to, to lose the brand and her look and her whole thing enough to like, and even if she did, I still don't think it would work. But I think part of it is like, she just isn't willing to commit enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And I th- I think she's like, probably going to be one of the two main characters in this. I think it's her and Emma Roberts. And I think, wow. so, so either she's going to be the crazy the pregnant rest. lady. Yeah, I I just, I don't know. I mean, sure. You know, at this <laughs> point, sure. I, I If you want to try... I mean, fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that sounds mean. I, I genuinely, if she wants to try, great. But I, I just would be worried if I were her. 
Yeah. You know, because people are just waiting for her to mess up. And it's plus you like you really got to lean into this kind of role, like American Horror Story, Ryan Murphy. They're like very. I don't think she has. I think Kate, maybe you said just like she's not she cannot commit, I think, to like being. Yeah. Her brand is very antithetical, I think, to being an actress. Like, yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what is next, Amelia? <laughs> this is a Kardashians category and then one other thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it really is. God damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, every I week qu- we try not to. We, <laughs> we do. Sorry, and it sneaks up every single I sw- every time. I didn't even notice that until you just brought that up. Oh, it's my fine. God. They're chaotic. They're oh fun to talk God. about. I know. I love them. Uh, anyway, I... Uh, what can I just this should have been my unanswerable question, but I, what the fuck is going on with the Howie Mandel podcast? One, I didn't even know Howie Mandel, the host of Deal or No Deal. And he also had an animated TV show that I used to watch back in the day. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't know he had a podcast, but apparently he has a podcast with his like daughter and they interview people. Tom Sandoval decided that would be the podcast he would go on to spill his side of the story. Bravo is just enraged as they should be. Tom Sandoval is a complete piece of shit. Um, (laughs) And Kris Jenner also went on the podcast and I I wrote in this outline, I will not actually say what she does because I mean, you you can Google it. Okay. Beat around the bush, Amelia. You got it. Okay. Well, it's just like she, she, talks about performing a sex act which is fine but it's it was just like i don't want to hear i don't want to hear any person talk about this on the howie mandel podcast <laughs> like i don't come to the howie mandel podcast to learn about chris jenner's sex life it's just like so <laughs> random and what weird do you go to the howie mandel podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh my god sorry. not that killing not me that. not that not oh. that and i don't oh, Liz, did you say this i think you said this yesterday you're like who did kylie kill yeah yeah <laughs> this was such an incredibly insane thing to say <laughs> that something someone did something bad in that family she's trying to try to it up real change quick. the news cycle <laughs> That's a great wow. point. But yeah, so it was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like fucking Tom Sandoval, he went on because I guess Howie's producer is married to Tom's band manager slash drummer of his stupid cover band. And I'm now too deep into Vanderpump Rules. I'm obsessed with the show. I'm like watching it every day. I'm uh, last night there was an episode and I'm like <sighs> furiously watching it before going on tea time. Like it's just, it's sick. <laughs> It's my new favorite show, and I'm just, I am so upset with Tom Sandoval. But also, like, you know, he's a great villain, too. So I, I'm conflicted. I have conflicted thoughts. Okay. So, wow. well, yeah. I hope you work through them and that we never have to listen to the Howie Mandel podcast ever again. <laughs> Me, too. Because what the fuck? Okay. Um, and finally, finally, just really quickly, a, a Billy McFarlane, who you might remember as the guy who organized Fire Festival the sham of a festival that occurred back, I think, in 2017. Um, he has told everyone on Twitter that Fire Festival is back. Wow. So I am afraid. I mean, you, you can't recreate what? that level of chaos. That's true. But, but I would <laughs> love to true. see them try. Yeah, you can this recreate those be, dinners, but yeah. yeah. This might be like incredibly successful. I just feel yeah, like so right. many people will go, like influencers will go for the bit and yeah. to say that they went, this has the possibility of That's, completely rebounding and being. Yep. Agreed. Like so an, right. Uh, but I guess we'll see. 
Okay, last category. I just simply can't wait to get to Amelia's question, but um, I'm going to go first. <laughs> so my question this week is, is Liam Payne, I have two hypothetical questions. Is Liam Payne, A, the person that you would pick from One Direction who could beat Tommy Fury in a fight? Okay, because that is what Tommy Fury does. He boxes. Mm -hmm. And then my second <laughs> hypothetical question is that, is, is Liam Payne your pick to beat Tommy Fury in a soccer match? Because this is what they're doing. They are facing off what Amelia and I originally thought was in a like a, a fight. An actual fight. It's it's actually not. They're just going to play soccer against each other for you. For a good cause. Uh, which is a little disappointing, in it my is. opinion. I would have rather kind of seen some hand-to-hand -hand combat. Uh, but what do you guys think? <laughs> Kate, you have the One Direction piece. Amelia and I have like the Tommy Fury knowledge. So we can put this puzzle together. Yeah. Uh, in terms of which One Direction member I think could beat him in a fight, if I think it's Liam Payne. Liam Payne, if you remember, did go on a podcast and talk about how he almost came to blows with one of the One Direction oh. members who like threw him up against a wall. And we like talked about which one that could be. And pe I think people, mostly people thought it was Zane. Um, yeah. So mm. I, I almost, I think Liam Payne would fight someone in a boxing match. Totally. Okay. And I think he would practice and like try to be good. Okay. So I think there's that part of it. I also do think Zane probably has hands and like is mad and like can really remember because yeah. he was like, he like gets in fights with people. So I think yeah, I, I would probably actually maybe, maybe Liam, because Liam's a pretty big guy. He's bigger than the other oh, members he? of One Direction, I would say. Okay. He's probably like, oh. but also like, you know, Niall's Irish. They're crazy. So, That's true. I keep seeing Harry walk out of a gym in Encino. Like, you <laughs> know, he's been clearly hitting guy, the weight. Though. He's a Pilates guy. <laughs> he's not built for boxing. I would oh, okay. go Liam and Niall, actually. Because Niall's also, like, pretty built these days. Okay. Right. What Liam about soccer? does have the best shot. <laughs> Soccer-wise, I think Louis Tomlinson is the best soccer player of One Direction. Oh, he used yes. to do celebrity games when they were still a band. I think oh, he's better okay. than Liam. Yeah. Oh, God, this intel. Yeah. Okay, so I would go great. Louis, but I don't know. I mean, I, I think he still plays. But okay. Liam is like athletic, as embarrassing as he is. I think he would actually do okay compared I to the other it. members okay. in both of these arenas. And then on the flip side, Amelia, do we have any knowledge of Tommy Fury playing soccer? I not follow not Molly I May. I don't follow him. Maybe he's like hitting the pitch <laughs> for fun. But I, uh, I don't know. He's a, I, I don't know. Maybe they're playing him because be? he's obviously I feel like, Is he British? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like they they grow up playing soccer. He probably has that's, some. That's level. yeah. His whole brand has basically now just like him being put in front of like athletic matchups against like true. smaller people <laughs> for <laughs> money, and he'll oh, do any sport. Point. I guess <laughs> he's just an you athlete. Challenge him to any sport, and he'll say sure. Yeah. Uh, sure, okay. A lot really of questions. Funny. Sorry about that. Um, no, that's great. I love that. Kate, what's yours? My unanswerable question is: Does Jacob Elordi own shoes? He has been spotted twice this week in public places, barefoot, in places where you should be wearing shoes. First of all, Pop Crave tweeted a picture of Jacob Elordi and Barry Keegan training together. Jacob Elordi was training for Euphoria season mm -hmm. five. There's a time skip. People think, uh, first of all, I was like, why do you need to train for oh, Euphoria yeah. season five? Right. People think he's going to be like a cop or like something. Apparently, he's like mm -hmm. getting jacked for Euphoria season five. So, Liz, you have that to look forward to. Barry Keegan is in Gladiator, so he like definitely needs to train. He is? Yeah. He's in Gladiator <laughs> with Paul Mescal. Can't wait. Whoa. Um, Actually, Paul Mescal's a great choice for that. He looks totally like a agree. He's got that Roman guy. nose. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. I just <laughs> love that guy. Um, but they were pictured together in this 
clearly like public celebrity gym with this like celebrity trainer. One yeah, of those, like you know, dog like pound, right? Dog pound. Exactly. That was the example I was going to use. It has dog pound energy. Um, I think it is and, dog pound. You know, two of these guys, the trainer and, you know, maybe dog pound. It looks like dog pound. He's wearing yeah. a dog pound shirt. So there you perhaps. go. Stock pound. Context <laughs> clues. Thank you, Liz. Pound gym. However, I was distracted by the fact that Jacob Elordi is barefoot in this public gym. Now, people do work out barefoot. It's like a better base. I work out at home barefoot, <laughs> lift barefoot because it's yeah. like, you know, you're supposed to have a better base for like your feet and your legs. Yes. And but most people do that at home. If you're working out and like wear flat shoes, you wear Converse, <sighs> whatever. Jacob Elordi has decided to just freewheel it and be barefoot in this public gym, which you know, maybe it's clean and maybe his feet are clean. However, Jacob Elordi also walks outside barefoot on the streets of LA. Yeah, this is wild. As pictured by the cut, um, not pictured by the cut, the cut posted about it is paparazzi picture. But I'm like, is he taking those bare feet from the streets of, I don't know, Hollywood into this gym? Just tracking stuff in there on his bare feet? Liz Kelly, you love Jacob Elordi. You are not disturbed by this. It should be noted that he is Australian. A lot of the comments are like, he's Australian. We just go barefoot everywhere. I'm like, okay, well, this is in Australia. Liz Kelly, what are your thoughts? Um, I feel like people are out, you know, it's like he's one with the earth. He's grounded. Ugh. I feel like that's his angle more than anything. I mean, I also for- yeah. constantly forget he's Australian. So I did appreciate that's all of these comments being point. like, he's Australian. No Australians own shoes. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess that's it. thanks. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I, I just, I, I'll be honest, like not to be like, oh, I need to check the bottoms of his feet, but they, <laughs> they do look reasonably clean. They and do, I, actually. Yeah, they do. You know, and I just, I think about back in high school, this is a random story, but um, there was Please. a girl who would walk around fucking barefoot in Minnesota, which is just like a girlfriend. It's like <laughs> winter here for six or plus months out of the year, but okay. <laughs> and she would walk around barefoot in high school. And sometimes like you would walk behind her and she'd be walking up the stairs and the soles of her feet. Oh, oh girl. Black. Oh. It was just like, what are you? That is, I can't. That's gross. No, 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 no. This is a good segue to your question, actually. We didn't oh, plan yeah. this, but this is nice. good. That, okay, yes. Yeah. Great. The, yes, you're smart. Okay. My question is, have you ever developed a malady from being lazy slash disgusting? Because... I'm sorry. This is like this is a great I love question. I've thought about it a lot. Okay, as I think everyone should, to be honest, because yes. Tori Spelling got an eye ulcer after keeping her contact lenses in for days. So she's rocking like an eye patch, and she also appeared on her uh, podcast where she talked about wearing contacts because she has daily contacts, which of course you're supposed to take them out and throw them away because they're daily contacts. But she said, I don't take them out. I sleep in them and it's not healthy and you're supposed to take them out. Yes, you are. That's why they're called dailies, Tori. And then even regular contacts. Yeah. And she did not reveal how long she had worn the contacts before she developed the infection. But she confessed that she has, quote, been known to go maybe 20 days. Oh my gosh. Wearing them. You can't, even if they weren't dailies, you can't wear regular contacts for 20 days, day and night without taking them out. I can't wear mine. If I wear mine all day, by the end of the day, I'm like, I got to get these out of my eyes. I genuinely don't know how she does this. No. Okay. Thank you. And also as someone who wears contacts, I will take like a nap in my contacts 
wake up and I'm like, oh my eye, what yeah. happened? It's like, so how do you not know that? Even yeah. if I go to a movie and I stare at the screen yes. for like three hours, I'm like, I got to get these out of my eyes. Yeah, like, they're not happy at the end of the, the day. Looking at the computer screen. Yeah. I cannot imagine wearing your contacts, going to sleep, waking wild. up in the morning, and you're you can just continue that? It makes no sense. Like, it, there's no logic. I don't. Her eyes are ugh. built different. First of all, I could just absolutely <laughs> never. Second of all, I actually want to know what dailies she uses because they seem very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, clearly. But I, it's just like, what? But she's out here rocking like a, it looks like a glittery. Oh, no, it's a bedazzled eye patch. Nice. Out on the town, which is okay. I'm, she's making the most out of it, which is good. But um, yeah. this, I, this is just really disturbing. I'm sorry. It is. And I guess back to your question. I've never done something like this, but I yeah. was thinking about it because I am very lazy. And I do, I'm like, you know, have habits where I'm like, I should, the biggest one that I could think of is like, you know, I have a very in-depth skincare routine. I'm like, my hair breaks me out. So I like try to keep it away from my face. My mm. pill, I change my pillowcase all the time. But the one thing I just do not do is, I do sometimes, but not often at all, is clean my makeup brushes. Oh, I just oh, don't. Okay. I just don't. That's hard. So hard. I know that they break me out. I'm sure that they do. I'm sure they're disgusting, <laughs> but I just like, whenever I'm doing my makeup, I don't think about it. If I'm not doing my makeup, mm. if I'm doing my makeup, I'm going somewhere. So I'm not going to stop yeah. and clean them. Interesting. I've been known to just throw them away and get new ones. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I just don't, I don't do that. So that's probably my, that would give me an eye ulcer probably. <laughs> oh, that's I know, a, yeah, I've never even true. heard of an eye ulcer. That's really. Me either. Yeah, it sounds very yeah. painful. Uh, do either of you have a, a malady that you've gotten from being lazy and disgusting. I love the way you worded this question. I know. You know what my greatest fear is, um, is developing a sty. And I'm <gasps> constantly in fear of having a sty. I don't know why. It's very rational. And styes are not bad. Yeah, like, they're not they that clear bad. up and they're fine. They're yeah. not that bad. But because of that, I'm like really, really, really on it with like my eye makeup. And mm. Kate, as you know, I'm very prone to have bad skin. So I religiously clean my makeup brushes. But you know, <laughs> hmm. You can't you know say what? that and then not share something because you okay. just told us okay, about how okay, you're I'm better about than me. To. <laughs> but you have to share I'm about something to. bad. You know what? How often are you supposed to replace your electric toothbrush heads? Anybody know? Because they Ooh, give I you like no six idea. in the box. And I feel mm. like I need to be better about that because yeah, that's probably not great. You're right. You know what I'm also bad about? Brita filter. How often oh, do you change your Brita filter? Oh, that's a fantastic one. That one, I, I just let it ride. <laughs> I actually say. At least you guys oh, have shit. filter water. I drink the regular LA tap water. So okay. So I'm sure I'm going to develop Liz an illness made from me that. Stop. So, Liz yeah. made me stop. She sent me an article about, about the about algae. Send the her the algae oh, article. No. I will. I oh, actually no. yeah, I'm going to send this oh, to wow. Amelia. <laughs> Amelia, you asked this question. Do you have? Is that your yeah, thing? Amelia, Just please the tap share. water. Uh, I love. This is so bad. This is going to, I'm disgusting, but I fucking love eating in bed. I just, sorry. Oh, I, yeah. love I love eating in bed. I, this, I should not even admit this on a work podcast, but I fucking love eating over a computer, um, <laughs> which is disgusting. It's disgusting. And I know it's disgusting. Listen, it's I know entertainment that. It's how you watch eating, TV. That's, yeah. that's life. Right. Totally. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But you know, I mean, here and there, do I find kernels of popcorn like in the computer keys? Yeah, See, I do. For so. sure. Oh, that's fine. I thought you were going to say like yeah. in bed, you feel like a crumb. Like I think that would send me into. Oh yeah. I've definitely felt crumbs I... before. Oh yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I'm so glad we had this time to share. I feel like I know you both better. 
put her Kaya, out. you're lucky we spared you. We um, did. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Kaya, our producer, and for contributing to the first half of this podcast. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedmire. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.